0: Erev, Shabbat, Shalom, welcome to our weekly message on this week's parashah. Have you ever thought about the name of this week's parashah, parashat Noah? Noah could mean either menuha, rest, or nehamah, comfort. Rashi brings down that Noah was the inventor of the first plowing device in the history of mankind. It seems like also that he was a person who represents this concept of menuha rest, Nehama, comfort. But for someone with such a tumultuous life as Noah, his name seems to be not in line with what he went through. Hashem tells Noah, I'm going to destroy the world. The world has become corrupt. I regret making this world. You have to build yourself a Teva for yourself and immediate family as well as the entire animal kingdom and all the species that are out there in the world. Think about the entire experience he went through in the Teva itself. There's Midrashim, countless Midrashim that speak about how he actually stayed up at night feeding the animals. He wasn't able to do anything that's usually normal that a person does at his own home. He didn't have the comfort of his home. How did Noah survive such a chaotic life? If you think about it for a minute. How did he manage to swim among the sharks, as we say, and remain sane? And the answer is that, eh Elokim hitalech Noah. The answer is that Noah knew a critical thing. He knew that the chaos of his life wasn't just a random experiment brought by Hashem. He knew that the turbulence and destruction were obviously means to bring his life to a better place, to make him appreciate new horizons and to deepen his connection with Borel Olam himself. Noah understood that when Hashem threw him a literal lifeboat, that would enable him to ride the waves of the largest flood that ever visited this world, it wasn't just a boat. He understood that whenever there was a tidal waves in this game, as we call life, Hashem provides a lifeboat that enables us not only to survive, but to ride the waves and end up on top. And so yes, Noah was a restful man, a person at peace and harmony with himself and his world because a feeling of calm and serenity has less to do with the events going on in our life and much more to do with whatever is going on inside our mind, our neshama, our heart and soul. When you are tethered to Hashem, who runs the world, you will find a lifeboat to ride out the tsunami of life. That a man who led an arguably the most chaotic life was named Noah, teaches us that rest, menucha, and comfort, nehama, is something from within, not without. I'd like to say that oftentimes we feel as if life is one extended hurricane. We are constantly battling the waves which the sea of life sends our way. As soon as one wave washes ashore, the second one is not far behind, threatening to capsize us unless we skillfully navigate our way over its raging crest. Indeed, as I hear from many of our Ba'alei and friends and family, the daily financial pressure, as well as raising a family, business worries with which life presents to us is, so to speak, like the metaphorical Maim rabim, the mighty waters that Shlomo HaMelech refers to. And these pressures in our life constantly occupy our minds, rendering it like a vessel filled to the brim with murky waters which won't allow the radiance of the sun to cause it to sparkle. Remember, our eternal Torah, Torah Hayim, isn't just telling us a fascinating tale of Noah and Torah I think it's incumbent upon us to look a bit deeper, so to speak, at the story behind the story. We can also unravel the secret behind surviving old floods, even the ones which the meteorologists don't forecast, the floods of life. So when Hashem commands Noah to build a Teba, an ark, it's a very interesting Baal Shem Tov. He points out that the Hebrew word for ark, teva, also means word. I mentioned this in a previous recording this week. We can all survive, he says, the floods which wish to engulf our lives through engrossing ourselves in the holy Tevot, the holy words of Torah and Tefillah. When a person wakes up in the morning and devotes his first hours to praying And learning Torah, a person in a way effectively insulates himself against life's storms. The sacred words of our Torah and the prayers that we pray have a waterproofing effect, placing us in an impenetrable bubble which can endure even the harshest winds. Starting our day with Torah and Tefillah serves as our daily reminder that Hashem is in control. And that though we must strive to earn a livelihood, we must never let ourselves become overly worried with business pressures and family pressures because ultimately everything is me'et But remember, you cannot compare a person who meets life's storms while in a safe sanctuary in the teva that we create to someone who's out of the teva. Because the truth is, if a person meets life's storms while in the teva, in the safe sanctuary that we create, a person will find that the storm waters which seem to be so destructive are actually purifying waters. Hashem, at the end of the day, we know, Hashem purified the world through the mabul. The mabul lasted for 40 days, similar to mikveh, which must contain 40 se'ah of water. Hashem purifies us by sending challenges and tribulations in our direction. If we are properly prepared for these storms, they bring out the highest and most noble qualities, elevating us to spiritual heights we could never attain without the help of these hurricanes. It's important for us to remember that yes, it's great to go to Kness on Shabbat and bring our kids and experience a beautiful environment, but we have to be mindful that we need to continue constructing our Teba. The Teba the ark is what enables us to face the various hurricanes and storms of life. With that, Abu tai, I'd like to end off encouraging everyone to join us throughout the week for Tefillah and Torah to continue building our Teba, which will help us endure even the harshest winds of life. Shabbat Shalom.